0: Live from Daytona Beach, Florida, this is Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Talking Motorcycles, the radio show that covers the world of motorcycles and motorcycle racing. We're here to entertain you, inform you of new products, and enhance your love of motorcycling. Road race, flat track, touring, scooters, vintage, you name it, we discuss it right here on Talking Motorcycles. And now, here's your host, pro race announcer and third generation motorcycle rider, Barry Boone. We welcome you back to another episode of Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. I'm your host. I'm Barry Boone. This show is produced by our great producer, Dr. Phil K- Kincaid, who we offer our thanks to for always being there for us to take great care of the show and to our callers and everything else. Thank you, Dr. Phil. Great job. Well, as uh, we get set to go, I want to say real quick thank you to Ross Myers Harley Davidson in Daytona and New Smyrna Beach. They are the ones who made it possible for uh, Talking Motorcycles to become part of the WNDB family here at ninety-three five FM AM eleven fifty and. Uh, I know there's several of you that uh, listen locally to the show, and and we, of course, still have a ma- major national audience that tune into the show via our podcast, and some of you are listening at www.newsdaytonabeach.com live right now, or on the WNDB app, uh, Listen Live. It's very cool. Uh, the technology is just amazing that we can reach out and touch so many motorcyclists not just in Volusia County as in the days of old on radio, but nationwide and for that matter worldwide. And we really do appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Okay, now Mother Nature just needs to calm down. That's all. I mean, I look at our friends out in California for and Oregon, my goodness, and all around the West. They're on fire out there. I mean, it is a huge uh, inferno going on. I think there's I forget how many, I read it early this morning, but the number of fires that are going on out west threatening cities is just incredible. But it's not just the cities, it's people that live in those rural communities too that are losing property and hopefully not their lives. And then of course we have uh, churning down in the islands just south south and uh, east of Miami right now the largest hurricane ever seen in the Atlantic Ocean. Pretty incredible. She's a cat five right now. 185 mile an hour winds, that'll do some damage to wherever it goes. And the islands are taking a beating without a doubt. The big thing, of course, is uh, the, the great forecast maps. And it's so difficult for uh, the National Oceanic Uh, society, all the different uh, UK maps, all the different people that do those squiggly lines, it's almost impossible for them to know four or five days in advance what it's going to do. What it is not impossible for me to do is to say a major thank you to all of you uh, who follow us on Talking Motorcycles with uh, Barry Boone on Facebook and Barry Boone on Facebook. Uh, Hundreds of offers. If you and Colette need somewhere to go, Put the bikes on a trailer. Come up. We've got a place for you. Thank you so much. It's very heartwarming, and I know the offers are sincere. We appreciate that. We've not made our decision yet. What are you locals going to do? Uh, That's a question I want to get answers tonight. Hopefully, you will muster up a little steam and call us in the last quarter hour of the show at 386-239-0033. I'll repeat that, 386-239-0033. If you're local and you want to, uh, you're a motorcyclist listening to our show. We want to know what your plans are for uh, Irma uh, coming up here this weekend. What's your What are you going to do? You're going to ride it out? You're going to bug out? Have you taken special precautions uh, for your motorcycles? What's your plan? If you want to talk about that, we'll be open to take your calls in the last quarter hour of the show at 386-239-0033. Um, what's going on around the country? Well, it's a big weekend. You know, it's funny to me that... Uh, The summer is going by so fast. I mean, it's just incredible. Um, But before I go there, I guess I should tell you, we do have a guest tonight, and he's a very special guest, great friend of the show, great friend of mine, great friend of motorcyclists all across this country. Buzz Cantor is going to be calling us tonight. He is, of course, the editor-in-chief for American Iron Magazine and three or four others, and really probably has his finger on the pulse of the vintage scene and the modern scene, Uh, in American motorcycling as much as anybody I know and we're thankful to have him on tonight we're going to talk about vintage motorcycling we are going to talk about modern uh, motorcycling the new Indian models the new Harley-Davidson models buzz is really dialed in so it's going to be really awesome here in just a few minutes when uh, we bring on the editor in chief for American Iron Magazine, one, well, it is my favorite magazine every month when American Iron Magazine shows up in the mailbox. I'm super psyched to get inside that cover and take a good look at it. Do you guys and ladies, um, are you like me? Do you want to get your hands on paper and ink? Do you want to read a magazine about motorcycles? I personally do. Do I spend a lot of time online looking at motorcycle stuff? Yes, I do. Um, don't we all? But when it all shakes out, I would—I so love a fresh hot cup of coffee uh, in my favorite chair or the couch in the living room. Uh, reading uh, American Iron Magazine. I love it. I learn stuff. You will, too. Highly recommend it. It is, I think, the best publication in America if you want to keep up with American Iron and what's going on, not just in... vintage motorcycling either uh, they've got vintage stuff they've also are covering and they're all over the modern motorcycling scene especially the new harley models tons of information over the last several issues about the milwaukee eight now the new Softtails, new indians it just covered it it's it's really really cool we're glad to have buzz canter on with us tonight Around the country, what's going on? Well, you know, Moto America is really winding down. Uh, that's what I was started to say a moment ago. It's amazing to me how quickly this summer is coming to a close in the racing world. This weekend will be the Championship of New Jersey, presented by k and Filters for the Moto America Road Racing Series. And I love that racetrack, New Jersey Motorsports Park. Great people. They know how to treat spectators like uh, family. Know them well up there. If you get up there and you see any of the management team, you'd be sure and tell them Barry Boone of Talking Motorcycles, say hello. If you're anywhere in the uh, Northeast, get on your motorcycle and ride out to New Jersey Motorsports Park. September 8th, 9th, and 10th are the dates, and it's going to be happening. And you know what? There's a lot going on in Moto America right now. Um, uh, Tony Elias has come across the pond, and he is on the verge of capturing the Moto America Superbike title. Uh, impressive ride on the Suzuki Roger Hayden's um uh part, a teammate and of course Roger winning one at the last round which was really a big win for him an emotional win for him dedicated it to his brother uh, Hayden Gillum uh and then big big move this week Cameron Bobier uh is on the injured reserve for the rest of the year and Josh Heron who quite an interesting twist of fate actually because he was with the Mean Motorsports team uh, they pulled out for the rest of the year due to, I think, a disagreement with Moto America, actually, with one of their decisions but, uh, that they imparted on the team, the Mean Motorsports team. They just said, fine, we're done for the year. Fortunately for Josh Heron, who's riding as good, I think, as he's ridden in uh, his career, has been uh, picked up by the uh, Yamaha team, the Graves Motorsports team, and he's going to finish out the last two rounds of the Moto America series, and that's really, really cool. Uh, you can bring your kids to New Jersey Motorsports Park. It's free and it's fun. And I recommend it highly. as a great weekend of family entertainment, all motorcycle-centric. A lot of things to see and a lot of things to do up there. Namely, great American superbike racing. And I think you're going to dig it if you uh, find the time to go. Uh, final race of the year. Uh, well, that's coming right up, too, uh, for Moto America, and that is the Honda Championship of Alabama, presented by Genuine Broster Chicken, just uh, coming up a week after, Friday through Sunday, over in the most beautiful road course, I think, perhaps in America, if not the world. Uh, Barber Motorsports Park, September 15th, 16th, and 17th. Don't think you're going to want to miss that. If you're anywhere within riding distance, just get on your horse and ride because it's going to be two great weekends. That's all there is left uh, in Moto America. Okay, that's that. Uh, We'll talk a little American Flat Track at the end of the show. I want to also invite you, if you would like to call in, if you're a local here in the Volusia County region listening anywhere and you would like to call in and tell us what your plans are for dealing with Uh, Hurricane Irma expected to make landfall in Florida this weekend. We'll ask you to call us at the last quarter hour after 745 at 386-239-0033. We'll be right back. We are going to have a uh, fun conversation, one I always look forward to, with an absolute expert in the industry joining us here in just a few moments, Buzz Cantor, editor-in-chief of American Iron Magazine. Thanks for listening tonight. Glad to have you on board wherever you may be or if you're listening in the archives it's all good we're just glad you chose to join us and include us in your motorcycling plans we'll be right back bell exists to inspire and enable the next generation of boundary breakers it is built from motorcycles and the motorcycle racing culture They don't just make helmets, they make possibilities. Born in a garage fueled by grease and will, guided by pure intent to encourage the world to live, ride, and thrive. Hand-in-hand with the world's best riders, Bell continues to enable the world's best to be their best, as it always has. Bell, established in 1954, proven and developed ever since. Find your own style and choose your own Bell helmet at bellhelmets.com forward slash powersports since 1903 the harley-davidson motor company have built motorcycles that are an american standard for the world since 1994 bruce rossmeyer's daytona harley-davidson and bruce rossmeyer's new smyrna harley have set new standards for motorcycle dealerships bruce rossmeyer's is your source for harley-davidson motorcycles motor clothes officially licensed products parts accessories authorized service and rentals Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson is truly family-owned and family-managed and provides the ultimate buying experience to the Harley-Davidson enthusiast. Whether it's a new bike purchase or an oil change, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson Associates are dedicated to delivering the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Discover what being treated like family really means. 23 years of dedication to local and regional charities has put millions of dollars back into the communities they serve. That is the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Find out... Out more and check out exciting events at brucesrossmyers.com. Welcome back to the show, Riders Call Home. Oh, by the way, last weekend I was out at Ross Myers on uh, in Daytona at Bruce Ross Myers Harley Davidson, and uh, gosh, they really had it going on. Had a great band out there. The 2018 models were prominently displayed. A ton of people just having fun, eating, enjoying the day. It was very, very nice. And uh, they've got a lot of stuff going on this weekend too. Twelve to three is the New Smyrna Harley Davidson food truck down at New Smyrna location. Uh trike show as well at Daytona from noon to two. That's going to be cool. All kinds of neat trikes. And all of this stuff is weather permitting. You know, it could definitely uh, all be canceled really easily. But right now, uh, Friday night from 6 p.m. until 9 p.m., the Greg Allman Tribute Band, the Midnight Riders, a uh, rally at Saints and Sinners. Very cool thing. The uh, recently departed Greg Allman, who, by the way, is a Daytona Beach native, one of our very own, who went on to greatness. Now, let's wait no further. We will bring our uh, special guest into the show here this evening with a hearty welcome to uh, Connecticut's Buzz Cantor. Welcome aboard, sir. Welcome back. Well, thank you, Barry.
1: It's great to be back again.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you. You know, it's you're you're like the only place I can really go to put my finger on the pulse of both the vintage and the modern scene, and. By the way, thank you for the uh, American Iron magazines that come monthly to my mailbox. Love them so much. Really, really right now, you guys are into the meat of what's going on in the industry, I feel.
1: We really are. Um, And if I could figure a way to send you down that fresh hot cup of coffee that you keep talking about when you read our magazine... I do that too, but haven't figured
0: that one out yet. I'm blessed to have a wonderful wife who sits beside of me and reads her stuff and makes the coffee. So, thank you for that sentiment. But man, go. we've got it all covered. Uh, I want to talk first in this this segment. We have two segments with you tonight, thanks to your generosity of your time. Uh, I want to talk vintage, really, in the first segment because you, I know, that's a real passion for you. By the way, how many vintage motorcycles does Buzz own?
1: Well, i got to tell you, I uh, I have uh, more than five and less than Jay Leno.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, it's the that old question. Uh, do you ever read any Peter Egan stuff? I love Peter Egan stuff. You know, me too, Buzz. Um, I'm rereading Leanings 3 right now, and I highly recommend it to all of our listeners. Uh, there's three books there. If you just want to really while away the hours and dream about being in your garage wrenching or out touring and riding all kinds of weird motorcycles, he's the guy. And, you know, that's one of his big things is how many motorcycles does a man need? And I think well, they, they...
1: But his always ends up with at least one Triumph.
0: True. A Norton
1: and uh, and uh, and maybe a Harley Bagger sometimes.
0: Yes. Uh, is he,
1: I'm going to tell you a little secret here, but don't tell anybody. All right. I keep a copy of his books in the bathroom at the offices of American Iron Magazine.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that! I
1: most of his columns you can read in about ten minutes.
0: Yeah, that's what's so cool. And I have a copy in our bug out kit uh, in case we depart uh, Volusia County this Friday or whenever, uh, based on what Irma does next. But that's the only book I'm taking because I'm just I can read it over and over and over again. And I don't know about you, and this isn't all about him, but. I'm halfway through a story, and I end up laughing out loud all of a sudden at a one-liner. It's, he's yeah. just funny. Yeah, he's
1: uh, he's a brilliant writer, and, and he touches the soul of motorcycling.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well said. Um, you've been super, super busy, I think, in the world of vintage. I mean, you've got a lot of things going on. I saw some of your recent uh, Facebook posts where you had spent a little bit of time with everybody's good friend, Dale Waxler, up at Wheels Through Time. What's going on up there?
1: Well, it's, uh, the museum's doing great. Um Every report I get from Dale or from his beautiful uh, uh, fiance Trish, business is good. People are loving the, the place. And the, the amazing thing about Dale is whatever he gets, he, re, he reinvests it right back into the museum. So people who have been there three years ago can go back now and it will be totally different. It's uh, Every time I go back and I try to get there, oh, at least a couple times a year, it blows me away with more and more stuff that they're showing and how they're presenting it. And um, they're getting ready to do their raffle bike. Uh, Dale built a killer 1948 Harley Panhead that someone's going to win uh, in November. Uh, matter of fact, we will be featuring it in uh, the next issue of American Iron Magazine. But um, Dale is 100 miles an hour. The museum is, on, is doing great. Um, so if people are, are interested in seeing amazing motorcycles... That they can get right up and actually touch. I mean, some of these are priceless bikes. Uh, he doesn't have them glassed off or walled away. I mean, they're right there. You can get right up, and quite often Dale's there himself answering questions, or or a couple times I'll see some kid looking at a bike. He says, "Hey, you ever hear one of these run?" And they'll hop right on it and fire it off right inside the museum.
0: Oh, and I love that. I love that about him. And you know, I knew him first when he was when he had the Harley store in Mount Vernon, Illinois. That's right. And he had his smaller version of, of Wheels Through Time there, and it was the same thing. If you showed much interest in a motorcycle, he would roll yep. it right out. Now, that panhead that he's giving away, that 1948, uh, that is exactly what um, my dad and his two brothers rode after World War II. And, uh, matter of fact, my dad's was black, and when I look at that bike, it just, I mean, it's tank shift. Um, it, well, guess what color this one is. What color?
1: This one's black also.
0: Wow, beautiful. Um,
1: and people who are interested, I know your viewers, a lot of them love these old vintage bikes. Uh, you can buy a, 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 a chance at winning it at uh, wheelsthroughtime.com and go out to the website, and he's got some, some great deals. I mean, even if you don't win the bike, you get all sorts of goodies and T-shirts and stuff.
0: Yeah, I missed the, we lost, my wife and I entered to win the last giveaway bike, and uh, we didn't win, but we did get a couple of fabulous T-shirts that we really enjoy. They fit great; they're high quality and stuff. Yep. But yep, yeah, he's the dude. Um, you, 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 uh, you guys cleaned up pretty well too. I don't know if you were at some kind of an event. Yeah, uh,
1: or... <laughs> you know, the photo I put up with with uh, Dale and my uh, my race buddy Paul Ozzy. Yeah, unfortunately, that was uh, for a, uh, a funeral, but um, it was great to get together, and it was a worthwhile trip.
0: Yep, uh, motorcycle cannonballers uh, all. Um, are you set to go? Are you going to compete in the cannonball no, next year? No, I'm done.
1: I, I did the first three. I did the uh, first one in 2010, 2012, 2014, and I said no, nah, I've I've done it. It's. Uh, I, I think it's an amazing event. Um, it brought draws out truly amazing people and these great old bikes. Um, and uh, after three of them, I I. Up the side
0: and let someone else take the spot. Okay, I get it, and and it's a lot of work, uh, you know, getting the bike ready and then being on the road for three weeks or more. It's yeah. it's a huge undertaking to 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 just complete it is such an accomplishment. On and folks, what we're talking about, if you're not familiar with the motorcycle cannonball, is riding coast to coast. You know, on the last couple of ones, the, the last one and this one, like hundred year old motorcycles. Most right. of someone said they were
1: old school. And I corrected them. I said, no, they're preschool.
0: But... <laughs> right. They're, they really are. And it's just quite an amazing turn of events, in my opinion. And then I also have learned and think it's really a great opportunity. And, and my hat's off to Moto America. But it sounds to me that they're adding some vintage racing um, this coming weekend, as That's a right. matter of That's fact.
1: That's absolutely right. Uh, Bob Coy from the USCRA, United States Classic Racing Association, partnered up with Moto America. And it's by invitation only. They've invited uh, 20 racers on antique motorcycles um, to go out there and race. I mean, we're going to be racing Friday and Saturday and then the final on Sunday uh, in, and, in and around the, uh, the modern bikes. And I have good news for all of those top Moto America racers. They don't have to worry about me embarrassing them because I'm <laughs> not able to race this weekend even though I wasn't righted.
0: Oh, too bad.
1: I had my 1937 uh, three-speed Indian all dialed up and ready to go, but unfortunately I have other plans and can't
0: make it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that for you, because I know you were really jazzed about it, and it would have been a cool opportunity to race on a cool track. Um, Buzz? Well,
1: it would be until I'd be lapped like four times for each one lap that I do.
0: Well, that doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. That doesn't matter. Uh, As long as we're having fun, we don't have to win everything we do. okay so let's go to let's go to your garage in Connecticut and it's a beautiful fall Saturday afternoon and you've got three hours or four to kill and you're gonna go take a bike out What is that one vintage bike in your garage that always calls your name? Um, I know well, you have I,
1: I, I gotta tell you I'm pretty lucky I've got a few different machines um, for uh, most of my bikes are American and I guess, a couple of my very favorites is I have a 1936 Knucklehead, which is a first-year Knucklehead, first-year Big Twin for Harley, and, and actually the first Harley with recirculating oil, which a lot of people don't know. I didn't know that. And it's, um, it's the grandfather for all the modern bikes. I mean, they're all based on this one bike, and this one is just magic. It always starts. It always runs well. It, it just always does. And any person who's ever messed around with antique motorcycles knows the value of that. They don't always start when you want them to, and they don't always run well, but this does. And uh, I guess my other favorite American bike is I have an Indian 101 Scout, uh, 1931 101 Scout. And those are the bikes that the Law of Death Riders rode. And uh, they're just very neutral handling, and, and, you know, the Harley is a lot quicker, well, relatively speaking, but those two... Thing to me and the uh, the third one third of my favorite one is a, uh, a 1950s early 50s moto guzzi falcone sport it's a 500 cc single and yes i know it's not american but it's just a cool bike
0: so i'd, I'd say those are my three top oh great favorites. great 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 motorcycles so you may have just solved a deep mystery um Day, uh, Jay Leno doesn't know this, but he and I have been having an ongoing disagreement. On this show a couple of times, I've said that the Panhead was actually the father of the modern Harley-Davidson engine. No. But it's not, because the recirculating oil uh, factor is, I'm guessing that is exactly why he is uh, taking that stance on the knucklehead.
1: Well, the knucklehead really is the grandfather. It's the first modern design. It's the first one, first Harley with fat bobs in the middle with a dash. It's the same frame chassis that all the modern ones are based on. It's the first recirculating. Um, I mean, if you look at it, it's basically what a soft tail is based on. And, um, you know, the panhead was followed on from the knuckle. Matter of fact, the first panhead, the Springer, was basically a knucklehead with a, uh, a modern top end. Same chassis, same front end, same forks, same tins. You know, there really wasn't much difference between them. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want to say the panhead, and most people won't argue with
0: you. Yeah, but technically, uh, the great Jay Leno is. uh, I'm going to say he's right here. We, you know, as you and I have talked before about, you know, my wife's father bought this '58. A dual glide new in January of 59. By the way, it just turned 60 years old now that the 18 models are out. Yeah, happy birthday. And after about six months of Barry, the rookie, really truly rookie Harley vintage guy, tweaking on the carburetor and trying to figure out the timing and doing all that, Buzz, I've got it down. It's a one kick, maybe two kick bike. And I, I tell you, you're right. There's nothing more rewarding than getting that bike figured out and being able to do that pretty much every time. And Billy Lane was really fun because the Billy loves to just start that bike. And last time I was out there, he fired it up and took it for a little ride. And, but first time he started it, it it was in that mid cycle where it had been setting about 30 minutes, which is sometimes tricky. and man oh man he walked up to it sniffed the carburetor and gave it one boot and it started right up and i said how'd you do that he said i smelled the carburetor i knew where i was at on my mixture man knew where to put the throttle
1: he did he knows his way around uh, modern bikes and old ones very well oh yeah
0: yes he does all right uh it's time to go to break we did not get finished buzz canter with our vintage conversation because when we come back i want to talk to you about um uh, the old speed show. Speaking of Billy Lane, that's going to be happening during Octoberfest. So, all right, we'll be right back. Our special guest tonight is the editor in chief of American Iron Magazine, Buzz Cantor, uh, calling into the show. Real quick, quick word. One of one of the one of the companies I'm so proud to represent and happy to have them on board. I think partly the some of the fun is they're not a motorcycle sponsor. That is not disrespectful to our motorcycle sponsors it's just that it's cool to bring in people a national concern from outside of the motorcycle industry that wanted to be a part of the show and they they're real enthusiasts of the show they listen to it they're motorcycle guys But truetoyotaparts.com has uh, presented this portion of the Talking Motorcycle show and I I just want to encourage you to go check it out. If you're a Toyota owner, maybe you have a Toyota truck of any any of the Toyota trucks and you would like to look at a bunch of new accessories for your Toyota truck. Parts, accessories, oil filters, air filters, bed liners, bed covers. They've got every part for almost every Toyota no matter what you drive And the cool thing is, when you order from them, they're going to uh, get them shipped right out to you promptly. You're going to save time. You're going to save money. And you're not buying junk parts from some independent shop that's selling God knows what made by God knows who. These are genuine OEM Toyota parts. Save time. Save money. Be true to yourself. Be true to your Toyota at TrueToyotaParts.com. Check them out. And for a limited time only at checkout in the promo box if you'll put the word berry in there they will take care of the shipping for us free of charge so pick out what you want make it a big item because the shipping is going to be free that offer is going to expire soon make it happen now we'll be right back Dunlop is the largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop Race Tire Technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America. When you're out on a ride and you decide, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee, the place to go is Sweet Marley's Coffee and Bakery at 214 South Beach Street in beautiful downtown Daytona. Owned and operated by local motorcyclists, all baked goods are made fresh daily, in-house, many from old family recipes. Hand-rolled, boiled, then-baked bagels, made-from-scratch English muffins, fresh-roasted organic coffees and teas. What more can you ask for? Sweet Marley's Coffee and Bakery when it's time for a cup. In 2016, Toyota was again named top motor vehicle company by Fortune magazine. Truetoyotaparts.com believes your Toyota is greater than the sum of its parts. Reputation, reliability, and longevity are the reason you bought your Toyota in the first place. Maintain that quality with True Toyota Parts. When you buy OEM parts True Toyota Parts, you are maintaining the quality of your Toyota and by choosing TrueToyotaParts.com you save both time and money. They back their products with a 12-month Toyota Parts warranty and have parts professionals eager to make your experience with TrueToyotaParts.com exceptional. When you need parts and accessories for your Toyota, visit TrueToyotaParts.com. When you go there and look up your particular year, make, and model of Toyota, you will be amazed at the massive list of parts and accessories available for your car or truck. Be true to your Toyota with TrueToyotaParts.com dot com. And we do. We welcome you back to Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. And I just heard that sweet Marley's spot. And I, at the risk of being a little bit repetitive, because I've mentioned this a time or two, but Colette, my wife, and I have sought out good, really good, genuine Cuban coffee since the day, for the last several years. Here in Daytona Beach and the Volusia County area. Few people have it. I'm not sure anybody else has it. And I certainly have not. uh, can't imagine it being any more genuine, authentic, and better than Sweet Marley's. Hey, we're talking real Cuban coffee. And if you want to try it next time you're in town, if you're here for Biketoberfest, or if you live here and you're out on a ride and you want to stop and have a little coffee, Try the Cuban coffee. And if you're into that, a uh, little bit of milk with that, uh, they have a con leche that's very, very good. I, I just love the place. We just sit out there and enjoy it. It's a special place to my wife and I, anyway. And it's, I think, a real good destination spot for you. It's beautiful scenery overlooking the uh, Halifax River there and all the beautiful palm trees down on Beach Street in uh, beautiful downtown Daytona Beach. And I hope all of that is still beautiful. After Hurricane Irma uh, does or does not pay us a visit here this weekend, our guest on the show and this portion is brought to you by uh, Clearwater Lights. I want to tell you about a really neat opportunity there too at the end of this quarter hour. Our guest on the show tonight, we're fortunate to have back uh, Buzz Cantor, American Iron Magazine's uh, editor in chief. Buzz, I sure. I was trying to get to this, but we, as we typically do, cover a lot of ground. So this year, as Most people know October 21st is the date. You may not know that, but Billy Lane is once again going to have the uh, group of really cool board track bikes out at New Smyrna Speedway during Biketoberfest on October 21st. You guys have added uh, another layer to the entertainment value of that, I think, with your old speed show. Tell us all about it.
1: Well, absolutely. Um, First off, it's called uh, the old speed show. Um, it's being put on by American Iron Magazine and sponsored by Dennis Kirk, and it's free. It's free to walk in and see the show. It's free to enter a vehicle. It's free, and um, you know it's kind of cool because that's the way these events used to be way back in the day, and we're going back there. So predominantly, it's it's for um, race bikes. Uh, they can be new, they can be old, they can be dirt trackers, they can be road racers, they can be drag racers, hill climbers. We just want to have people bring out these amazing old race bikes and put them on display. And also, we've invited um, people with hand-built, kind of cool uh, bikes, cars, hot rods. And if we can fit them in, the more the merrier. And it will be in the parking lot um, all day at the New Smyrna Speedway on Saturday, October 21. And um, I'm not sure how I'm going to do this because I'm planning on racing with Billy again. Um, if you remember last, what was it, we did it in March, I guess. I raced a 1915 Harley Board Tracker, and uh, I actually beat Billy on the first race, the last lap of the of the first heat race, and
0: you were announcing it, Barry. I was, and I remember every, every corner of every lap. It was one of the most competitive two-man races I have seen ever in vintage. It was so exciting.
1: Well, it was for both of us.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and... Um, My bike uh, really wasn't running the way I liked it. It was enough to keep me in front of most of the pack. But um, like a lot of the racers, none of us had ever done this before, and it was a learning experience. And uh, I'm going to make a prediction that when we all come back in uh, October, there's going to be a lot more racers out on the track, and these bikes are going to be a lot faster. Um, I know I've talked to a bunch of people who are putting together some serious motors um, I would not be surprised if the speeds picked up 20 or 25% uh, from March to October.
0: Wow, that, that's... That's a lot on a race bike. That's a lot on a fast, high-banked, half-mile racetrack, to be honest with you. That place is a little spooky. I mean, you... Uh, were properly geared, you had great road race leathers, great helmet, great gloves. The racing was highly competitive. I had
1: a bell helmet. Isn't that one of your shows? Oh,
0: talk to me about it. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I
1: wore the beautiful bell helmet. I was very happy wearing that out on the track.
0: Yep. We, uh, In fact, you know, when we tour, we, we wear full face bell stars 100% of the time these days. It's I used to not. I was an open face. It must face. be tough in the restaurant. Well, we do take them off on occasion, but, but yeah, they they flow air, they're comfortable, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, they're the best in my opinion, especially for the money. A new Bell Star is only $450. That's not a pro star. That's just the regular full face star. Mm-hmm. I was amazed with how well the bikes all ran and performed, and uh, but I shouldn't have been surprised because Billy works so hard and all the, all of you guys work so hard to get those bikes dialed in, but have you? I've never seen. I've never experienced. I've done a lot of vintage announcing at, at the uh, AMA Vintage Days uh, for years. I announced that race, but yeah. in my lifetime, I've never seen a cooler collection. Never have I really seen board track motorcycles uh, well, racing. The
1: reality is, no one has. I mean, you know, you tell people we're out there racing on bikes from the teens; they're over a hundred years old. They have no brakes. They have no suspension, they have no transmissions, and they have no clutches, which basically means you have two controls on that bike. You have a throttle in your right hand and a magneto kill button in your left hand. And that's it. No brakes. So when Billy and I were dicing at 75 miles an hour, inches away from each other down the straightaways on these skinny little bikes with no brakes, I mean, you have to sort of suspend any concerns and just focus on getting out in front. And to see these guys dicing and slicing and back and forth, and gals, uh, I mean, you know, let's face it. We've got to admit it. It was won by a woman. You know, Brittany was out in front of everybody. Um, but to see this happening, it was, it was, it was staggering. People thought it was going to be a parade, and it wasn't. It, it was, you know, go for the gusto
0: and Shelley Rossmeyer was just twisting the grip off the handlebar trying to trying to get up in there and she did she finished third and
1: she passed she did to me in the last lap of the final what I did to Billy in the last lap of the first heat and there was nothing I could do to get in front of her she went right by me clean and smooth and afterwards, I
0: went over and congratulated her. I just I just couldn't <laughs> catch her. Oh, man. Can't wait to get Billy back on the show soon. Uh, he was coming, and then he figured out he had a conflict. He was heading out to Davenport, where I think he made some good acquisitions and got a lot yeah, accomplished. He yeah. picked up some interesting stuff. Yes, he did. Um, you know, we created something out there uh, that was so organic and so real. Do you think we can recreate that in October 21st at Biktoberfest again? I, I do.
1: I think it'll be every bit as good. Um, I think it might even be better. I think the racers are going to have a better idea of what's expected of True. them and their machinery. True. Um, I think the crew that put it on, and part of that was much thanks to you, Barry. You helped organize a lot of the stuff that wasn't necessarily obvious to the stands. But a lot of the logistics came together last minute. And you. Well, I, I was out there trying to get in front of everybody, you know, on the track.
0: You did a lot, but, though. Go ahead.
1: Okay, but I, I, think, I think we can. I think it can be a big deal. Um, it's something that people are talking about. I mean, it's unlike anything, any other racing any of us were alive to see. And uh, I suspect it will get bigger and bigger. And, and, frankly, I asked Billy, I said, what are you going to do when you get 50 or 100 people say, hey, I want to race with you? I said, you know, it's it's going to get there, and that's up to him to figure that out. But yeah, I I think it's going to be great by Toberfest, October twenty first. We do have a Facebook page, Old Speed, uh, Old Speed Show, uh, and we put up information there. And uh, I think it's going to be a blast. I think we're going to have a great time.
0: Oh man, I do too. Um, Darn it! Um, It's break time, and what we have not done, I wanted to talk about. Your uh, most recent column, shifting gears, Harley and Indian hard at work. Um, you're you're welcome to say no to this, but if you you, you co- have to
1: remember, you just read that this week, but I wrote that two months ago, so I got I have to remember what I
0: wrote. All right, then Do you are you up for about five more minutes after commercial, and I promise I'll let you I'm go.
1: Happy to happy
0: to support you. Uh, you're the man. And remember, folks, we're going to be taking your calls if you're locals here in the Volusia County region, or you're listening anywhere uh in florida on the app or whatever if you're concerned about hurricane irma and who isn't we'd like to know your plans what are you going to do are you going to bug out are you going to stay uh if you're going to stay are you taking special precautions for your motorcycles what are you going to do uh during the upcoming weekend because it's going to be without a doubt interesting and uh exciting and hopefully the uh Everything's going to be okay. That's the main thing. All right, I have to tell you real quick, this portion of the show brought to you by Clearwater Lights. I will be quick, but I want to tell you that there's a really neat thing going on uh, at Clearwater Lights. Uh, Hurricane Harvey, which they're still dealing with down in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, left many people and pets without basic necessities. Clearwater Lights will be donating 5% of all of their uh, sales for the next month to the Houston SPCA and the Houston Food Bank. Uh, two worthy and deserving charities, believe me. To help make the uh, biggest donation possible, they're also offering customers a 10% discount when an order is placed through the website. So clearwaterlights.com. You know you want aftermarket lighting. You know you need high-quality aftermarket lighting. And I think many of you, certainly about 80% of the BMW riders out there are buying Clearwater Lights. Why don't you? They're the best, in our opinion, we are all about saving lives. I think being seen in the daytime and being able to see at night is everything. So here's what you do. Go to Clearwater Lights, order you up a nice light package for your motorcycle or motorcycles. At checkout, you use the code HARVEY10 and 5%. You Not only will you save 10% on your order, which I don't think they have ever done, but they're going to donate 5% uh, of what you spend two hurricane harvey uh victims if you will though i don't think of them as victims they're texans and they're like floridians they're tough okay we're going to break and we will be right back buzz has given us five more minutes and we're going to take max advantage of that in just a few minutes thanks for listening everybody if you want to call us after this break we'll be taking a few of your calls here 386-239-0033 This is Barry Boone, host of Talking Motorcycles. I believe that the majority of motorcycle accidents are preventable. The answer? Clearwater lights. Riders add Clearwater lights to see what is in front of them at night. The least expensive Clearwater lights produces a full-spectrum 2,000 lumens each. They fully illuminate the road ahead as well as the roadside. Milliseconds count when an animal explodes from the side of the road. The added benefit of Clearwater lights is the ability of other motorists to see your motorcycle in a sea of headlamps. I utilize the easy-to-install selective yellow lenses to create instant visible awareness that my motorcycle is approaching. Following an accident, how many times do we hear the other drivers say I didn't see them? Clearwater lights are compact, easy to mount, and simple to install. The new generation technology of high-powered LEDs are fully dimmable so you can use them day and night. Clearwater has been offering award-winning service, well-engineered products, and outstanding product support for over 20 years. Learn more at Clearwater lights Com. Since 1903, the Harley-Davidson Motor Company have built motorcycles that are an American standard for the world. Since 1994, Bruce Rossmeyer's Daytona Harley-Davidson and Bruce Rossmeyer's New Smyrna Harley have set new standards for motorcycle dealerships. Bruce Rossmeyer's is your source for Harley-Davidson motorcycles, motor clothes, officially licensed products, parts, accessories, authorized service, and rentals. Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson is truly family-owned and family-managed and provides the ultimate buying experience to the harley davidson enthusiasts whether it's a new bike purchase or an oil change bruce rossmeyer's harley davidson associates are dedicated to delivering the bruce rossmeyer difference discover what being treated like family really means 23 years of dedication to local and regional charities has put millions of dollars back into the communities they serve that is the bruce rossmeyer difference find out more and check out exciting events at bruce it is really an interesting time in the motorcycle industry because the baby boomers you get, some of you may have heard our show from three weeks or so ago i don't know if you did or not if you didn't you can find it at uh Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone Facebook. Uh, I probably posted it on my personal Facebook page, Barry Boone, as well. Um, It's it's an interesting time. We explored the demographics, the sheer fact that the baby boomer generation was the largest uh, bubble of folks alive in this world, of the United States of America, but we are no longer that. The millennials have taken over that number one spot now. And our all of our interests uh, are different. And Buzz touched on this in an article in the Shifting Gears column. He touched on it pretty good, really, uh, about Harley and Indian and how hard they are at work to uh, earn new business and please the old customers while bringing in new. I found it most intriguing. Uh, now, he, uh, since he's on, I want to ask him about it. Buzz, that, that's quite a good piece of work you did on that article. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you.
1: The, uh, the back story on that is we've known about Harley's decision to, uh, to kill the V-Rod, to kill the Dynaglide, to totally overhaul the uh, Softail. And we've known about this now for, oh, I don't know, maybe four or five months. And we couldn't say a word of it to anybody. So, you know, and in talking to their designers and their marketing people, you know, they let it be known in no uncertain terms that, you know, they've got to step up to the plate. They've got to attract the next generation of riders. And, you know, it's easy to sit back and poo-poo the decisions of Harley or Indian or, or whoever. But, you know, they're thinking five years, ten years down the road, what have they got to do to get the fresh riders and the new, the next generation? How do you get them to drop their cell phone or their Xbox or whatever it is they're playing with and grab a throttle? And um, this, i got to tell you, is one of the top conversations I have Whenever I talk to the senior people at a Harley or at Indian or even at the parts companies is, you know, as we gray out, who's going to replace us?
0: Well, right. And we are graying out and we're going for lighter motorcycles and scooters and trikes and everything else. Well, I, for one, think I have not full disclosure. I have not yet ridden the new softtail. Um, however, I have uh, I've read a lot about it. Thanks to you. You guys detailed the uh, new frame, and of course, over the last several issues, obviously, you knew in advance of all the rest of us what the motor company had in mind, because immediately upon Harley making the introduction out in Los Angeles, uh, you you were out with your digital, and a week later, I've got the print issue in my hand, which I know takes a few months lead time, so...
1: Yes, it does, and and also, we have to bite our tongues.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: You know, it's... uh, we're, we're given this information, but absolutely cannot release it until the, the, the drop date. Right. Um, I have not yet written the soft tail. Me either. Um, several of our staff, um, a couple of our editors have, our art director has. Unfortunately, when the opportunity rose, I had other plans I, I couldn't change. But uh, Steve Leda is the editor of American Iron, and he came back, and he's not easy to impress. He came back blown away. Um, basically, Harley took um, two or three uh, journalists and put them on a racetrack and gave them the, 19, or the 2017 version and the, the 2018 version, and they'd ride them back to back. And Steve said it was a night and day difference. These were soft tails you could throw into a corner, you wouldn't scrape, you wouldn't drag, they wouldn't flick or get fidgety. They, He says... The Milwaukee 8 motors are great. You know, they, they so, they're so much smoother, faster, better power delivery. He said it was night and day, uh, to the point where he finally said, hey, don't, I don't even want to ride the 17s. I know what they run like. Let me just ride the 18s and get more lap times in. And came back just glowing about them, which is a first for him. You know, he's been an editor with me for more than a decade and I've never seen him come back like this.
0: No, that's pretty good testimonial. I mean, I was thinking, in fact, I have a friend of mine, uh, experienced veteran rider, um, who's been talking about buying a road king uh, Mm -hmm. for some two or three years now, but he just hadn't quite pulled the trigger, and I said, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Before you do that now, you want to test ride a new Heritage Classic because he's not very tall, and I know it's going to have a lower seat height. It's it, that new frame is so stiff, yet it's uh, stiff in terms of construction. But the suspension looks to be an upgrade. And from your guy and everybody else that I've talked to that's ridden one, uh, it appears that it is a huge upgrade. We know how much better the Milwaukee 8 is. And I just think they've hit a home run. Yeah. I think that, that um, all right, uh, Fat Bob is going to yep. appeal to some millennials. I, I really think it's going well, to appeal to those
1: upgraded a lot of the looks and the stance and you know even the aggressive lighting if you look at just their lighting techniques you know they're they're, they're kind of sexy
0: they really um, are
1: you know the traditionalists are going to look at the fat bobs and go no 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 but they might look at the deluxes and go yes 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 right you know to eat it it's just all the different styles um and we have all of them listed in the new american iron magazine uh, subscribers are getting it this week, and it goes on the newsstand, I think, in about a week and a half. But we have a quick write-up of every single model and then an overview of the development and, and the process. Um, the following issue, we're actually doing ride reviews where the staff gets out and, and puts the bikes around the track. Uh, we couldn't get that in time for this issue. Frankly, Harley wasn't ready. They were still you know, putting the finishing touches on.
0: That's going to be cool and much anticipated. Yeah. And, and the cover of the, of the uh, magazine that you're going to see in your grocery stores and at Barnes and & Noble's and everywhere else mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, has got a picture That's of the, the secret. new Fat Bob on the front, and it looks great. So you'll know it. It's kind of white with the red American iron and a great picture of a guy with a, on a Fat Bob kind of keeled over. Actually,
1: they will not see that.
0: They won't see that.
1: No, they will not. Only subscribers will see that.
0: Interesting. You tricky guy, you.
1: So that was a cover wrap that Harley wanted to put on this issue only that only goes to subscribers. If you turn the page, I don't know if you have your copy. Yeah, 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 it's right here. Turn the page, and it's got a a traditional American Iron cover right under
0: it,
1: where it says top secret in huge red letters. So these newsstand people will not see that, that keeled over.
0: Oh, gotcha. I got you. It's top Just secret. Subscribers, you're you're going to see. is another
1: reason to subscribe to the magazine.
0: Yeah, got you. That's really cool. Yeah, I feel pretty special right now. And I'm, well, I... you are Barry. You well, deserve to be special. Well, I'm not. You have but the voice of motorcycling. Well, I don't know about any of that. But I will tell you one thing. I have really enjoyed our conversation tonight, and throughout the coming weeks and months, I'm looking forward to having you back again and again because I know our listeners enjoy it. We all learn stuff, and, and just thank you for everything that you're doing for motorcycling, and thanks for being a guest tonight with us you know here. i
1: something. I'm, I'm one of the lucky guys. I, I get to make a living doing something that I love, and I think my team is so good that we can and do make a difference in motorcycling, and we're happy to support people like you, you do the same thing in a different format, and uh, it sure beats a real job,
0: right? It does, and and I love it more than I can ever say. Hey, no. listen, thank no. you again, my friend, and we will look forward to seeing you very soon. If not Biketoberfest, maybe sooner.
1: Well, we I'll be down there for yeah. Biketoberfest. Oh yeah, we have the old speed, and I'll be out there racing uh, Billy on Sons of Speed.
0: All right, sounds like a sounds like a plan. Happy thank trails, buddy! Great riding to you. All right, Buzz Cantor, everybody. He is the editor-in-chief of American Iron Magazine. You can find him all over Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. He does a great job on social media, and we appreciate that so much. It's just awesome having Buzz on to catch us up. I really meant to get some more modern stuff into the, into the package uh, here on the show, but we didn't quite get there. But that'll be something we can do a little bit later on down the road. Now, um, American Flat Track, I don't know how many of you saw Springfield Mile 2. It was a fabulous show. I got to say, little Sammy Halbert's got that Yamaha, the Stinson Racing Yamaha, flying. He was right up in the thick of the thing, even led the Indians for a while. That didn't work out too good for him in the end. But uh, congratulations to Jared Meese because he bit the beat the best miler in the world, uh, Brian Smith, at Brian's house. Brian's won seven or eight Springfield miles, like in a row. And Jared Meese just outrode him, outthought him, outsmarted him the great miler of our time. If you want to check some American flat track out, Williams Grove half mile, Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania is coming up uh, the ninth. That's this weekend. Harley-Davidson presents Williams Grove Half Mile at Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. And then the Lone Star Half Mile presented by Indian Motorcycles is September 23rd. Then, folks, the final race of the year is the Cycle Gear American Flat Track Finals presented by Indian uh, October 7th out of Paris, California. Great little track's going to be good. There are no more miles, but I don't know about you, but I dig half miles anyway. Again, we thank Buzz Cantor for being our guest tonight. Most importantly, though, we thank all of you, our listeners. I'm sorry about the couple of callers I did not get to. Uh, I do wish all of our local, uh, all of our uh, citizenry in Florida uh, well in uh, this uh, hurricane that's upcoming here this weekend. I think if we all collectively will it way out to sea, uh, it may happen and it'll miss us, but then we have to turn our attention to North Carolina and South Carolina and Georgia. It's been real. It's been fun. Ride hard, ride safe, and have fun, everyone. And thank you for listening to this episode of Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. See you next Wednesday night at 7 p.m. right here on 93.5 FM WNTB.